Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of this podcast, Breakthrough. I am your host, Gift Ogunwale, and Breakthrough is a podcast that helps to navigate each season of life while learning to intentionally pause and breathe while figuring out this journey and experience called life. I'm super excited for you to join me in this new episode, and I look forward to talking to your future episodes. Let's jump right in. Okay, um, so welcome back to another episode of this um, podcast, Breathe Through. I'm super excited again to be back and to be talking to you guys. It's been a minute, but oh, guys, life, we'll get into that in a much deeper episode. But um, I have a special guest today joining me, and I'm very excited. This is somebody that I have been wanting to bring on, guys. I have always known she's built for the podcast life, and I'll have her talk a little bit about her podcast soon. Just introduce herself, but this is a fellow Nigerian sister. In case you guys don't know, I am Nigerian. <laughs> um, went to college together, and yeah, I wanted to bring her on because I just feel like I love the perspective she brings to especially conversations like this one we're going to be having today, which is moving from like some where you call home or just like leaving everything you know behind and moving which was um for me moving to america um from nigeria and that's something i believe she can share um a huge perspective on that so i'm gonna pass it over to you faye just introduce yourself tell us a little about what you do where you went to school and a little bit about your podcast Hi, uh, my name is Faith. Um, I'm alumni of GSU, Georgia State University um, here in Atlanta. Uh, my podcast is called Unsolicited Yan. Um, it's just pure vibes, bounce, good vibes. I don't know, whatever I feel like <laughs> saying that day, I say. But yeah, I'm really excited to be here. Thank you so much for having me on this episode. Yes, thanks for joining. Thanks for um, honoring this request. And um, really, guys, go check out her podcast. Honestly, it is really pure vibes. I <laughs> I think she's built for the podcast live, and it's very <laughs> hilarious. Like I, I, that's something you always wanted to do, Fate. Right? I think yeah. I saw you post that on Instagram that you wanted to. I've always wanted for a to while, do it, but so. I never took it serious. I was supposed to do voice acting for a while, but I didn't really. Yeah, actually, I was trying to get into voice acting, but it's such a like a hard field to get into. Yeah, so I was like, I'd rather channel that into podcasting. So yeah, yeah, guys, check it out. No, I promise you, you would not regret it. And she has an Instagram page. It's on Solicited Yan, right? Is there anything else your at name? No, it's on. Uh, yeah, on Solicited Yan podcast, maybe. Yeah, okay. on Solicited Pod. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, and I, I'll do all that. I'll give. I'll shout her out. Like when I post this on my Instagram page. So yeah, definitely check her out. And um, yeah, let's hop right in. So like I said, Faye is a fellow Nigerian sister and um, we both moved here. Um, we're going to start off with when you moved here, Faye. I'm not sure what age, but I moved here when I was 13. Mm-hmm. And I know it was just like a drastic, <laughs> like <laughs> we're moving to America. I was excited, but I just, at 13, I, I just felt like, yeah, my parents just came one day and it's like, oh, 
you know, we won the Vista Lottery and like, we're going, we're going. Like, I was excited. I, I was ready to go. And mm-hmm. that was really it. It wasn't like, there was no huge, like, grand, like, way of my parents telling me. So how old were you and how did your parents introduce that idea to you? Okay, so I moved to the U.S. when I was 10, right after my 10th birthday. So we moved yeah. December. So my birthday's in November. Um, and then... I think my dad didn't really tell us like where that we were moving to America or we got a, we didn't do visa lottery out. So my uncle is in the U S and he filed for us. So after a while, it takes like 10 or 15 years to kick in and then they kicked in. So they started pursuing the whole process. So I don't know. We were just going to one hospital in VI taking tests and all these kind of things. And I started putting two and two together and then my dad finally came out and told us, like, okay, we are moving. I, you know, get ready. Those kind of things. You stop going to school this day and all of that. So. Mm, wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. So did you, did you feel like you had time in between that period of, like, you going to school? Was it just a quick, like, okay, you guys are going. Like, you're leaving soon. Or did you have time um, to really plan? Because for me... I know, like, I didn't really have the time to, like, say goodbye to friends or, like, mm-hmm. really just, it was just a, okay, we're leaving soon and boom, <laughs> we were gone. So what was that like for you? Yeah, I don't think, I had, like, maybe three weeks, if I remember correctly, between when I found out and then my parents went to school and told the school people that we were leaving. So it wasn't that long, I remember correctly, because I, I remember we cele- when I celebrated my birthday, because we were moving and, you know, my parents were trying to save, I didn't have, um, like, usually my parents, like, you know, they go all out for our birthdays and that time yeah. they couldn't because it was, you know, not financially smart to do. So yeah. my birthday was like, I think the my birthday is the first week of November. We traveled first week of December. So about, I guess, like a month, if I'm, if I make sense. Yeah, okay. a month. But it wasn't really goodbye. I feel like I didn't get a proper... Cause I stopped school like two weeks before the trip. Mm, so okay. yeah. Yeah. I, I, till this day, that's something I still think about. Cause I'm just like, ah, like I just, I felt, even though I had time to have said goodbye, but my parents really didn't want me to even talk about the trip. Like, yeah, you know, after yeah. parents like keep it on the that. download, they mm-hmm. didn't really want me to. So I, there was only so much I could even tell friends, like I'm leaving. It's like, yeah, you know, you're not supposed to be doing that at all. It's I think that's one of the reasons my dad didn't tell us. Cause he didn't want us to go tell people. <laughs> so, cause I had a big mouth and my yeah. siblings, so. <laughs> Yeah, I'm here. I was the big mouth of the family. Tell me (laughs) something, and I broadcasted it to the whole school like I'm leaving. So, yeah, in that case, I I didn't even get to properly say bye, guys. I'm leaving. Some of these friends I haven't seen ever since, which is yeah, me too. I've tried to find them, but yeah. But okay, for you, what was the? I know you were young. You actually very (laughs) much younger than me. Why did you feel like you wanted to move to America? What was the conviction for you? Um, I don't think there was any personal conviction for me. It was more of my parents. I mean, I was excited because, you know, growing up in Nigeria, like you watch all these, we grew up on Cartoon Network. So mm-hmm. I was excited to like live the American life. Like we grew up on like Home Alone. So yeah. that's the kind of like America that I was expecting. Other than that, I didn't think about like, you know, I'm going to get a be- better education. I was just at 10. I was just thinking mm-hmm. like, I'm going to go live my 
you know, Disney <laughs> fantasy in the United States. I speak one of Ghana, you know, like that's all. <laughs> yeah, that, that is interesting that you said um, Home Alone because for me, I think mine, the closest thing I could think about to America was Made Made in Manhattan. I don't know if you've seen that movie. No, I haven't. And you haven't. Oh, yeah. I, I was watching it back to back. I'm like, wow, this is where I'm going to be leaving. So to me, I'm just like, <laughs> okay, I'm closer to leaving around, oh you know, God. seeing the people like that don't look like me. Or Then again, I kept hearing about this American dream. Like, okay, there's nothing you can't do in America. Mm-hmm. So that was, that was, I guess, at that age, I was like, okay, well, I'm about to go enjoy my life. So let's just go and see what this place is like. And totally. Anyways, we'll get into the whole first impression but like how were there any fears for you were there any doubts at that young age like just leaving everything you know any fears that crept up at any point I don't think I don't think my fears crept in while we were in Nigeria it was when I got here and Mm. um I started seeing the system and like how long it took just to even get your green card, how long it took to even get mm-hmm. your social, the process to sign up for a school. And I don't know, it just started hitting me like this is not going to be as easy as I thought it was um, going to be. And then when I went to school too, like that's when it hit me. I was like, yeah, this place is not what I saw in Home Alone. Oh, yeah. Whew. So, yeah, that I think my fears and I was excited to go um, the trip, the plane, everything. I loved it. Um, so I think my fears creeped in when I moved here, when I got to the United States. Yeah. What was your, what was your schooling like? Mm-hmm. Like just, cause I know that's something that sh- had me shook. Cause I used to think like when back in Nigeria, I don't know if you remember, like when, when a new student comes in, everybody's like, oh, there's a new student in yeah, class. So, nice. be her friend. Mm-hmm. so I thought it was the same. Yeah. So when I got here. I had a, a very strong accent, very extremely strong. You came in middle I, school, right? <laughs> I went to what? You came in middle school. Yeah, middle oh, school, yeah. eighth grade. So every, you know, eighth graders, everybody's Brutal. worried about their looks, and like they do not show any mercy when it comes to yeah. if they don't if they don't like you, you don't look like them. Yeah. So that shook me. Like I got there thinking I was gonna be the new girl, and everybody was gonna be checking for me, and it was complete opposite it was it, it wasn't enjoyable at mm-hmm. all so what was your experience like when um, you got here mine it, it was good and bad um I when at my first day of school there were these two Liberian girls that were in my class and they kind of made me feel at home a little bit um so it was nice to connect I was like okay it's a fellow African so I connected a little bit um I was very timid because I was a very timid mm-hmm. child so yeah. it was a hard adjustment trying to and you know America they're very big on like coming out of your shell yeah and talking like I'm not used to talking like around people so it was it was really really hard and I think I even got more afraid and more timid when I moved here because Mm. it's like everything that comes out of your mouth you don't want it to turn into a joke um Mm. I was very conscious of like what I did and what I wore um and how I looked, what snacks I took to school, what my parents, you know, packed up for us. Um, yeah. So it, it took a while for me to come out of my shell. Um, and then I talked about it on my podcast, but I re, I repeated fifth grade um, mm. all over. And that was such a like, it was a huge blow to my self-esteem because, you know, mm. most kids in Nigeria are bright. Like, you know, yes. we do well yeah. in school. Like, so I was one of those kids and coming here. Like, I'm struggling to pass 
primary five, like, you know, and having mm. to repeat it all over. But now that I look back, I thought it was the end of the world at that point, but it was such a good moment for me because I built my self-esteem and I, I got comfortable in being who I was. So, yeah. So was there any moment you, during this time that you wanted to just, okay, can I go back home? Like, this is too much. Yeah. This is not the America I thought I wanted to come to. Mm -hmm. So can I go back home to my friends? Yeah. um, There was, I mean, I think it was for my whole family. There was something that I'm not going to talk too much about it, but there was something that happened um, with our living situation. And I like, I think everybody at that point, we were just like, let's carry our bags and go go back home. (laughs) But I thank God for community and, you know, having people around because, I can for sure say that we would have probably left and went back if yeah. not for community. So, yeah. 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 I mean, t- totally. I, I I can definitely, that resonates with me because I, I had more, like, and I don't want to go too much in it, but I, I, I mean, I got bullied in middle school. So when I got here, I was like, whoa, this is not, this is not it. Like, this this yeah this is not the america i thought mm-hmm. i was coming into and if this is where we're going to be leaving can i just go back home to my friends that like me and then i have to take the um i don't know if you're familiar with it but esol um they made which you was take like the i guess yes they made me They're take ridiculous. it i'm like what? i can speak english speaking country no my mom thought she was accent, like no like, so that when you say like that killed your self-esteem for me that was like i'm sitting in class and I, you're telling me to spell egg are you kidding oh me goodness. i i know like that killed me and I, I was yeah i was like are you yeah i know the stuff so i guess the accent was just like drastically different and yeah they just felt like they needed to put me in that class so i, I definitely understand the whole self-esteem <laughs> trying to get through feel great like when i think about it i told my dad all the time like honestly i get so angry yeah. when I think about it, because how did i let that happen because we speak english, Full english. i mean my family spoke english we got colonized most of the by time. the british probably thank you <laughs> so that yeah that was that was that was very annoying for especially for a child and to to go through like i speak english i just have an accent at the end of the day everybody has an yeah accent, so let's be real here we all have an accent but that's a different talk you know what we're not even going to go into that <laughs> but what what was the biggest culture shock for you or when you got to america like yeah just culture culture shock in general what was something that stood out to you like whoa the, this is the very much food, different from back home. the food mm. i did not like the food and i'm i'm just now in my 20s like getting accustomed to american food i did not mm. i like i didn't like anything so it was a struggle for me at school um i also think like the the there's no community in america like oh, everybody's yeah. just i'm used to coming from you know, you live in a compound with people and everybody, you know, you know, everybody's neighbor. You can't, we used mm-hmm. to eat in the same bowl with our neighbor's kids. Like, yeah. so it, it just, it was weird coming to America. Like everybody just minded their business. That's how it was. Um, mm. So it was, that was a culture shock for, for me. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's funny because I remember when I was going, I was going to school, Georgia State, and I ran into this guy at the train station he happened to be Nigerian. I, I guess he spotted me. He was like, oh, you're Nigerian too, blah, blah, blah. Okay. And then he was like, the biggest thing he had to deal with is not having, it's feeling alone mm-hmm. when you move mm-hmm. here. Like, he's used to, like, going to his neighbors. I like, let's go, like, hang out, like, play football, like, do this. And, like, just, 
it's yeah it can get it can get yeah very lonely very lonely if you don't especially for an immigrant um coming Mm -hmm. here moving shout out to people that move here all by themselves i i do not know how they do it because (laughs) yeah and i think that's why even a lot of people join were you part of asa in college Um, like were you heavily members like my freshman year but not too much i wasn't part of it okay yeah too much okay yeah because I know that's why some people... Yeah, like, that's why ASA was created. ASA, yeah. yeah, just to have community. that. We come, yeah, the community where Africans were standing together. Like, just at the end of the day, everybody likes to feel like somebody else can relate mm-hmm. to them. So um, I think for me, culture shock was probably... Uh, there was so many. Um, I, I, I didn't think... I, I thought like, okay, American kids are very confident, mm-hmm. very, very confident. For to me, I felt like at that age, I felt like they were brutally, brutally to an yeah. extent. Like we had this thing, like, you know, in Nigeria, like if you want to say you bite your tongue yeah. a little, like you're not excessively like, I don't like you. Like, this is how I feel. Uh, like, but I just felt like American we're kids. Really were, honest. And it, it, it has its, it has its pros. Like, you know, that's something I admire about a lot of American kids, how confident they are. Because they, they would literally, you see little kids get up to you like, what's your mm-hmm. name? And like, it, it's, it's beautiful, but it's like, whoa, hmm, this kid don't, <laughs> don't play games when it comes to, I don't like her and I'm not letting her be in my group. Like they yeah, just very, don't, very they don't have any mercy. So that, that was shocking because I don't know if it's like even a Christian thing or being in Nigeria, but you just don't, say everything, everything yeah thinking. like you just not and not at the detriment of somebody else's um <laughs> mental health or just like being mean you just you just bite your tongue a little but so that was my biggest culture shock like wow these people don't don't play games but let's talk about the american dream is that something you believe in fate how has that helped you as you're getting older because i i think you're a very successful young lady you're doing well for yourself and a lot of people can buy and so can tap and say, okay, she's living the American mm-hmm. dream. So is that something you feed into? Is that something that you've come to believe it's true? Or how do you feel? About if you that? asked me that question, like two, maybe five years ago, I would say, yeah, I believe in the American dream. But I don't know, going into my 20s and also post-grad life, I realized mm-hmm. the American dream is like, it's a failed, it's a failed dream. Like, it's just burnout. It's compromise of burnout. It's compromise of a lot of things. So I think I've I have my own dream now of what I want my life mm. to be like. Um, you know, growing up and like, you know, settling down and all that in the future. Um, I don't. I'm not for like you know the American dream is like a nice house, um, car, yeah. a stable nine to five. Um, that's. That's not, of course, I want stability, of course. And, you know, as an African mm-hmm. child, your your stability is also your parents and taking care of the yeah. people that are depending on you and the people that are, you know, that put all their all to make sure that you're where you are today. But yeah, I, I think my dream right now is peace, contentment, and happiness, um, mm. which, is, which is something that's not, I mean, people see the facade of America and you see like, you know, all everything runs well, smoothly, and people have nice cars. And these things are just like they're very fickle. Like it doesn't, it doesn't mm. fill you up. The system here, and you know, COVID has shown a lot of things this past year, and how like there is no dream in this country. It's it's a it's a sellout. Yeah. Like it's just like you work, 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 
and you pay money to something and then you pay taxes, you retire, like, and there's more to life for me than that. So I, I have a different dream now. Yeah. Wow, that 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 is interesting. I really, really like that you said your mm-hmm. own dream is peace, happiness, because that's something you can't buy. You can chase all those yeah. things like, you know, hang out with friends like the beautiful house, the school, you know, nice cars. But then a lot of people are losing their peace yeah. every day and are doing all those things. So who can I say I I really want to get to where you are? Honestly, <laughs> I still think crazy enough. I'm still buying into this yeah. dream of the American dream only because I feel like when I look at like, okay, maybe some people that moved from like, not even Nigeria, like Ghana or anywhere. And they come here, they just like, they're just, um, they just tapping into those opportunities that they probably would have Mm -hmm. never had. Now, can I say they're happy? I don't know. I don't know what goes on behind closed doors. I don't know when you see somebody move from Nigeria and all of a sudden you're getting all the scholarships and like, being a doctor, being all this like amazing um careers, do I know what their mental health is like behind closed doors? I don't know. But um I think I still kind of buy into it just because um I guess America believes in no child mm-hmm. left behind. So I buy into that part of things, at least yeah. for now. Now ask me in five years, maybe it will change. I don't know. But I do I do kind of like the concept of like the, like you know you're not paying like middle even though we pay our taxes but like middle school it's it's free mm-hmm. high school mm-hmm. and then college of course you have those grants and like it just kind of helps clo- bridge that gap between like compared to like a child in um africa that maybe like their their parents are still struggling to take them to school and the system yeah. is constantly failing them oh, so that's the, that's the part i buy into like you know, really, if you push yourself, this country would mm-hmm. push you when it comes to education. They don't play about. They don't even let, like, you can't just be at home and chilling and your can't, parents are just letting you sleep every day and you're not going <laughs> to school. They will call your parents, like, where is, where is gift? Like, they don't they don't play about the whole no child I agree. behind. Um, so that part I buy into. Now, the whole peace of mind, I don't know, because at the end of the day, you said it, like you said, it's very fickle, all this like everything in america is very big 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 cars big houses big shops it, how many people really have peace of mind yeah. and happiness behind yeah. those doors and credit card is not running high. Yeah, like, it's just it's so just... many things <laughs> so that part yeah the american dream it comes it at a price like that's what i would say <laughs> yes yes definitely so I, I definitely agree, agree with you on that part of what everybody sees on tv and what that looks like it's it's really come close and it's like damn it's not it, it's exactly. not what it looks like but how do you answer the question where are you from fate the reason i ask you that is because i know i've spoken to a lot of africans that maybe were born here still tap into like where their parents are from or like maybe they moved here when they were so little they don't really know how to answer mm-hmm. that question it's like i've lived my life here this is everything i know but i'm still african i still i'm from this country so it's like how does that do you struggle with that question does it ever make you feel out yeah. of place between both countries or how do you answer um, that question? i say i'm from nigeria like that's what i just say um if somebody say oh where in the u.s then i explain where i'm from but i don't okay. i don't think anybody should feel guilty um there's no brownie points because i said i'm nigeria mm-hmm. i'm from nigeria i'm more connected to nigeria 
um, than somebody that says they're from, you know, uh, Middleville, Georgia or something. Like, it doesn't, I don't think people should feel guilty, but sometimes people do say, okay, I'm from Atlanta and they're not really connected to their home. Um, so mm-hmm. I think, you know, if you're connected to your home and some way, somehow, and you just say, I'm from Atlanta, there's nothing wrong with that. Um, but when people ask yeah. me where I'm from, I say I'm from Nigeria because um, I'm I'm very much, very, very invested in what's going on back there. I'm like 95% of my family's back there. So this place is not really, mm-hmm. it's not really home for me in a sense. Mm-hmm. It is and it's not. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think, I mean, yeah, I, I really just say I'm from Nigerian too. Uh, I'm from Nigeria because that's really where I did most mm-hmm. of my young, like, childhood exactly. memories. Like, I don't even, sometimes I don't even know the cartoons in America have. Like, every time I'm in school and they're like, wait, Gift, you didn't watch no. this? I'm like, no. <laughs> you didn't know, like, people have different things they watch. Like, it's not just American cartoons. So, I, I can't relate to a lot of things, like, childhood memories all I think about is back home so yeah I don't think I've ever struggled with it so I've never been able to I see where people are coming from when they say they struggle with the question but I don't think I've ever had that whole thing of like oh I'm from and then again would you would you would your answer change as you live here longer like you have kids now your life like Mm -hmm. half of your Mm -hmm. life is here say you stay say you Mm -hmm. decide to stay in America maybe 20 years from now, would that question change? Um, I mean, would that answer change for you now that yeah. you have, maybe have kids here and, like, your life is now kind of I don't know. I'll probably here? give, I'll probably would give that like, change? a two-part answer. I'm from Nigeria, but I stay in Atlanta. I think, I think yeah. that's what I'll give. Okay. Um, I just, I don't know, like, I'm just, there's just too much in Nigeria for me to say that this is mm. like, but I know when you start getting invested here and you know kids and family it mm. might change and that's like maybe if you marry somebody that's based here some people their whole family's here too yeah so it might change yeah. i don't know i don't know how to see yeah i'm curious to even know how like i answer, answer that question i mean <laughs> because I don't know. it's like they were born I guess here they are from here <laughs> so i, I don't i want to expect them to say like mm. um i don't i don't want them to ever say my parents are Nigerian. God forbid, no. Mm. But oh, <laughs> I, yeah, that, you're Nigerian too. That so, but yeah, yeah. So that's I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, it'll be interesting that to see works. how that yeah. would go. Yeah, because except like you go back home and have kids mm-hmm. or something, the answer will we'll keep, keep changing, changing yeah. as as generations goes by. But and is there a right or no, wrong answer? Really. Who knows? <laughs> I don't think. I don't think so. Um, yeah okay so let's try to as we wrap up like how do you stay connected to nigeria what's your because i think follow your instagram um i can tell like you stay very mm-hmm, up to date on what's mm-hmm. going on and you, that's very close yeah. to your heart so how do you successfully do that when living um here? number one my parents um just i make sure i my parents they talk to their family back like our family back home like at least once a week and checking like, oh, how's auntie? How are the cousins? How's, how's, mm. I'm, I'm horrible. So how's worry? Um, and just, mm. you know, th- those are one of the points to check in. Cause I feel like sometimes a lot of us don't really relate with our families back home. Um, and yeah. also I follow Nigerian news stations. So 
majority of my time yeah, is Nigerian news stations. I don't really, I follow the news here, but Nigeria is more on a pressing issue on my heart. So mm. that's where I see most mm. of like stuff like Pulse Nigeria. Sometimes I go on, um, my dad is very into politics. I think that's where I got like my political drive from. Um, so mm. like they have this thing called Nigerian newspaper desk and you can, you get to read all the highlights from all the punch newspaper, sun, all that stuff. Um, so that's yeah. and stuff like Bella Ninja online mm. on Instagram. Mm. So that's that's how I stay yeah. updated. And my I have Nigerian friends back home too. So sometimes when I speak to them, they tell me what's up. And Twitter, my favorite what's place. So yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, um, I honestly I need to do better, and I think um, <laughs> I need to do better when it comes to like staying up to date with what's going on in Nigeria. I think the biggest way I stay up to date is talking mm-hmm. to people back home. And listening to Nigerian music, it helps me really, really connect um, to the fact that, okay, this, like, I write and die on Afrobeats and, like, Nigerian music, so all that, and um, I think something I don't do enough is, like, listening to the news back home and mm-hmm. what's going on, and that's something I need to work on, because I I don't want to, that's something I don't want to lose, it's like, oh, just think because you don't know how much you say you want to stay connected but then you don't realize as days and years go by it's like oh yeah I really know but like back home like you're just losing your you're not really as connected as you exactly. think you are and even me that that so, I check all these news things I still don't know as much as people that stay there but I mean mm, that's the best I can yeah. do for now so yeah yeah no definitely definitely but fate let's round up by any regrets at all moving here um connecting the two countries and also last words on people that might be feeling disconnected mm-hmm. from home or um just any and just immigrants here in general that's still just probably just moving here or trying to leave this american dream or and st- like any any last words for it like just people um, like us yeah that... i i don't i don't regret moving here i think this is where god wanted my family um so this mm. is and for me this is just a stepping stone um america is not my how do i say it it's not going to be my dwelling place um my mm-hmm. my i want to go back to nigeria and give what i've learned here um and i was having mm. this conversation with a group of people yesterday and we were talking about like you know just giving back some way, somehow to wherever country you're from um, as immigrants, yeah. you know, you don't have to move there, but a lot of, we don't come here just because, you know, to come here, there's things that our country needs from us. Um, and yeah. just the people that move here, whether you came here alone or you came here with family, um, trust the process. It's tough, but in due time, yeah. you'll see it. Yeah, that's good. That's, that's really good. Really good advice. I can't even, so nothing else mm-hmm. I can really add to that. Mm-hmm. Trust the process. It gets easier. It's probably not going to be easy at first, especially if you're moving with your whole family and tr- you're trying to learn this whole system, but it, mm-hmm. it gets easier. Right. But thank you so much, um, Fate, for joining us. Honestly, I definitely have to bring her back, guys, like <laughs> at some point. Um, and I, I truly, truly do appreciate it. This it was, was I enjoyed myself. Thank you. And um, yeah. But any last words, just shout out anything where we can yeah, find you, guys you just because guys, I, you guys should connect with her, Solicited, follow her on Instagram, everything, um, her podcast. Jan on all your uh, podcast streaming services. Um, and you can also find us on Instagram and Twitter. So yeah. 
Yeah. Well, thank you, Faye. And um, yeah, I look for. I'm definitely no bringing back. Like I'm said, here. At some point. Like I look forward to that again. And yeah, thank you so much, you girl. You too. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.